0: This is Greg Smallwood and you're listening to Into the Night
1: a Moon Night podcast.
2: Yes, hello, loony listeners, you are listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast, this is episode 106, and you are listening to one of the High Priests of Conchu Ray, I'm with you tonight, and joining me is, of course, the other High Priest, Khonshu. Khonshu, hello.
3: Hello, uh, it is good to be back. I was afraid you'll miss me all too much, so I decided to oh, yeah. reinstate my, uh, <laughs> my priesthood. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, we definitely always, always miss you, Connor. When you're when you're away, it's always good to have you on the show. Uh, look, and we've got a good one tonight. Uh, we have said stuff for you to con- to Conchu. I was about to say to Conchu. No, to Conchu. Um, and we have a a new comic to review. Uh, but you know, before all that, we've got heaps of our segments. Our usual segments. Kicking us off, we'll have our, our idle chat, which is basically just Connor and I just shooting the breeze, uh, we'll have a bit of white noise, a bit of news, uh, the segment I had a couple of episodes ago, Night's Watch, uh, that's popped up again, um, all to do with cameos of Moon Knight um, in other comics and stuff, uh, we've got a couple of spectacles, which are shout outs, we'll have our Lunar Pick, our new comic book review, which is Conishu, what is uh, this one for tonight?
3: We are checking out the Secret Warps Annual Arachnite, mm. or the Arachnite Annual Issue 1. Supreme Universal. Yeah. Look forward to that. Yeah, it should be good. Later in the episode.
2: Mm. Did you read the other the other parts so far?
3: Yeah, I did. I've been having a good time with it. next issue's our last mm. one. That's Iron Hammer.
2: Yeah, well, look, Connor, Connor Shue, and I will get stuck into it. It has been a pretty cool read. Uh, look, we've got some Mooney Missives afterwards, so some listener feedback, uh, and just before the end of the show as well, we have another, um, just a segment towards the end. Uh, it's a, a chat with Brian Bradley. He's the, the host and the founder of Fantasy Comic League. So some of you loonies will know that uh, Into the Night has set up a division, a sanctioned division, which includes myself and Connishu as well. You've, uh, you know, you've been um, putting your drafts up in there how's uh, it all been going have you been finding the experience
3: oh it's it's a good time actually um, I kind of kicked off strong and never quite came back to the height so you know back down the underdog but you know while I was at the top it's, it was it was good you know yeah we got yeah. Our, our other four members they've all been on the pod we have got Tommy Chad Dustin yes. and us two you know that's, that's a clean crew you could not ask for anything better So, I mean, you you probably could Don't tell us that It hurts
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, absolutely And and, uh, so anyway I'll be speaking to Brian uh, About uh, Because our season ends At the end of August So Brian will have all the updates With how we're tracking Towards the end of July Which is when this episode comes out And uh, and how we seem to be faring Or how we will fare In the last month ahead So that'll be pretty cool Uh, That will cap off our show tonight As well as of course, the usual outros of the next phase and, uh, and where you can find us. So, before any of that, of course, Connishu. It has been a while. Um, busy busy reading, catching up on your books, or have you been...?
3: I, hmm? I have been. I actually managed to get back to monthly reading, if you can believe it. Wow,
2: that's a, a good effort. Yeah, because you were quite... Be- oh, I'm behind. I, I thought you were, um, you were a little behind as well yourself. It, it's easy. I
3: was, but I think... I think it was the biggest, the biggest deal of all. I think was just looking at my list and just going, you know, if I am time poor now, what are the comics I just mm. really want to read? Yeah, and, you know, there were some hard cuts, but you know, I think I came out better for it. You know, I am just getting this great hit of comics every week, and there is always more good stuff coming out.
2: Cool. So you are happy with your, with your, uh, you know, refined, streamlined uh, pull list.
3: I sure am actually, you know. Cool. Cheaper as well. That that doesn't uh, hurt.
2: Yeah, definitely. It it does kind of sting, doesn't it, having to let go of titles I've been trying to cull myself. Uh so what sort of titles have you got uh, what what titles have you got on your pull list?
3: Well, um where to start? I guess we'll keep up with just some of the classics. I still got uh Guardians of the Galaxy, Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, you know, there's some classics we've been constantly raving about. Yeah. Uh i will talking about we talk about the secret Warp later. That's been a good four mm-hmm. weeks so far. Yeah, um, we had the big House of X this week. Oh I'm not yeah, sure you dove into that.
2: I've got it. Uh, I haven't read it yet. Uh, I've seen a um, lot of things online. I've heard it's look. I've heard it's really good. Um, it's, yeah, it's
3: big. It's a big one. Yeah,
2: is it? Is it? Because um, like Hickman tends to be quite. Um, his writing is very particular, right? And it can be seen as quite dense. Is it readable? Like, is it like as in, um, does it flow well?
3: It really is. You know, there's about twenty new concept introduced into this yeah, book, okay. and therefore the larger bloody uh, Marvel universe. But I, you know, you don't. You read it, and you get the right amount of mystery and the right amount of understanding. I think.
2: Okay. Oh, excellent! So that would that be one of your picks um, most recently that you've been read? That
3: I, you've think, been I think. It w- yeah, I think it would be. Um, if I was check out some other ones as well. There's been some good first issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had Resonant from Vault Comics. They're always one to watch. They've mm-hmm. got the Great Heathen, Wasted Space, big hits like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Resonant, in particular, is probably the most interesting post-apocalyptic story I've read in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, I got you know. You can get kind of overwhelmed by those, but this one really stood out as just something real, real fascinating. Yeah. So uh, check that one out for something a bit different. Um, mm-hmm. I also really like Canto, about a bunch of enslaved, steampunk knights. Okay. a mixed of Wizard of Oz and Dante's Inferno with tiny knights. A yeah. Spotify.
2: No, no. So I'm just I'm just writing these down, kind of just to um, of so resonate, just because I want to um, share these with the loonies in the show notes. Uh, Vault Comics wasn't it? And uh, Canto, which publisher was that?
3: That was IDW. IDW, right? Big, big heroes IDW. They do my Sonic and Transformers.
2: Ah, yes. Yeah. Transformers, is that is that back? There wasn't there like it, a, an end
3: of an era for you, like for? Yeah, uh, they killed yeah. an entire universe. They started a new one, which Whoa. I wasn't big on to start with. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't a super big start, but we've finally gotten there. We've finally ah. gotten the point where I'm looking forward to that every week. So,
2: yeah, good creators and uh, and writers and stuff on it. All
3: we've got some returning artists. Um, I think that's been the biggest plus we've gotten. Um, well, I forget their names now, but I'll pull them up for a sec. We've got yeah, we've got some big the big hitters from the previous universe back, but a lot of it's a bunch of new writers that I've never heard of. So it's been. It's been quite an adjustment, but I guess that was right. always with the original, too. I just got so used to those. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, cool. And, of course, uh, I'll give s- one more
3: because I don't... Yes. We we probably don't... I mean, I haven't been big on DC for a while, mm-hmm. but uh, both... Uh, was it Superman's Power, Jimmy Olsen? That's, oh, yeah. Uh, Mad Fraction, yeah. Steve Lieber, that... it's It's mm-hmm. as good as it sounds from the creative team alone, so...
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I I'd agree with you there. I I jumped on as a, a guest on Capes and Lunatics with Phil and Charlie Dull the Professor Essa. Yeah, and uh, we reviewed some of yeah last week's comics as well. And I read Jimmy Olsen as well, and I really enjoyed it. I didn't know what to expect. It has a very nice light-hearted um, flavour, but it's kind of um, uh, quick, like rapid fire. To me, it seemed like a rapid fire storytelling, um, and yeah, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. I uh, haven't read Matt Fraction stuff in a long time, but I was uh, pleasantly surprised with that.
3: Yeah, it just feels like almost a best of of the two. Steve Lieber, you know, that's kind of mm. the hit. Is that what's that series with?
2: Ooh, sure, you probably yep. know more than yeah.
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, but uh yeah. with Nick Spencer and um, was it? The deadly foes of Spider-Man or whatever that little fun one oh, is called. yes. Yep, yep. And then Matt uh, Fraction is kind of channeling his sex criminals and Hawkeye uh, self just for something real punchy and
2: yeah, yeah, that's right. Our sex criminals. Um, our isle our Isla guest last week, Noel. He had a um, a lot to to Lord on it as well. He, he loves it and uh, and Connor. He's, he's always he always marvels at the amount of knowledge that you have as well. <laughs> Well, Noel, he, uh, he gave you a tip of the hat there last episode as well. Too
3: kind. All you need is just to just be able to fall down the rabbit hole and just lose <laughs> yourself to all your losing all your money.
2: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah. Any anything else there, Connor? Or was that a good um, a good summation of the the big hits?
3: Oh, give one more shout out. I read uh, Gillian Tamaki's uh, new uh, graphic novel, Super Mutant. Was Super Magic Mutant Academy? Super Mutant Ooh, okay. Magic Academy. It's, it's okay. uh, that's out through Dawn and Quarterly. I love Jillian Tamaki. She's been a great cartoonist. Uh, mm-hmm. She's done this one summer and a lot of her other own fantastic works. But uh, this one was just this super great mix of all the kind of X-Men and Harry Potter, but with this totally
0: Ooh, wow. new
3: modern edge. And it's just a really great encapsulation of teenage drama, angst, Clean this and it's just really funny. It's a good time. Cool. that sounds anything up your alley, it, it sure will be.
2: Nice. Awesome. No, they, they sound like really good comics um, to check out. I wonder if any of the loonies out there have touched upon any of those titles that, that Connor has mentioned. Um, they do sound very good indeed. deeds. Uh, look, yeah, I'm still a little behind Connor myself with stuff, so I'm still ploughing through. But um, Notable ones would be the Jimmy Olsen issue. I thought that was pretty cool. That was last week. Um, big shout out to to Valiant. I am really enjoying.
3: Are you reading Fallen World? Um, I read the first I, issue. I haven't gone back sadly. I should. I, okay. I actually really enjoyed that issue. I've always loved. Um, was it Rye and then Right yeah. AD was the big event, but
2: mm, it's really good. Like I am not a, a huge fan of uh, of Rye and the fourth. Not that I I don't like it. It's just that you know this so many good things in Valiant to pick uh, but I thought I'd pick up this one Fallen World and it is going really well it's got one of my main, my faves uh, um, the Eternal Warrior in there so you can't go wrong with having Gil in there uh, so you know, that, that's a big uh, big shout out for that um, uh, the sequel to Spencer Lock, Spencer Lock 2 oh, from yes. Action Labs yeah, that wrapped up it's only four issues it's just like the first one Four issues, uh, before you know it, it's all kind of wrapped up. That was really cool. Uh, the ending, uh, um, a little, uh, well, it opens it up for potentially a third, um, potentially a trilogy, but the big bad there was Roach Riley. He's a really cool villain, uh, and uh, again, yeah, I'd suggest you go check out Spencer Unlocked 2 if you can. Uh, again, much of the same thing. Imagine Calvin, Hobbes. Calvin and Hobbes uh, set in Sin City. Um, and yeah, it, it's, it's a real fun and dark kind of take, uh, which I do love how that kind of juxtaposes with each other. Uh, big shout out again. Oh, Daredevil, um, Chip Sadarsky, gone, gone really well. Uh, did you, you read the latest one, didn't you? Can I you sure did. did. Mm. That's, uh, that was good. It was a nice character kind of thing and a, a bit of an insight into one of the criminal families. The Libris's, the the Libris's or how you ever pronounce them, uh, I thought it was good. Um, artwork not totally to my taste, but um, I think the the story was strong enough to carry it through. Uh, yeah, and uh, like last week, like this week, I haven't read much of this week's. Um, caught up on all the Secret Warp stuff. Um, Domino Hot Shots, that's still going, still catching that, which is going going well, and. Um, and uh, I guess another one from Valley and Punk, Mumbo. I'm really enjoying as well by Colin Bunn. Uh, so, yeah, so doing doing well on that. Um, but we've got a fair bit to... Oh, actually, also the Acts of Evil annuals. I read the Punisher one. Oh, is that started? Uh, been... I didn't even know. Yeah, they, they have the Miss Marvel annual out already. Uh, I believe that came out um, the week before last. Uh, Punisher came out last week. And I... Th- Think What's the one coming up now? Um, Deadpool, I believe, I think, Uh, against Lady Hellbender or something. That's up next. Uh, Look, compared to actually Secret Warps, Connor, it's not too... For me, it it doesn't seem to be doing too much. Uh, It's a bit loose. um, But, you know, I can elaborate a bit more when we talk about Secret Warps. I'm still looking forward to the Moon Knight annual, though, against Kang.
3: Yes, I sure am too. Uh, that comes out that September. I think that's September for us. Mm,
2: yeah, we still got a while. Oh. Yeah, it's a little bit weird, isn't it? That we get an annual, but there's no series. I mean, everyone says that.
3: I know it should be called Axe, like Marvel Axe of Evil Moon Knight. It's just called Moon Na- Moon Knight Annual, isn't it?
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And the Axe of Evil. Look, let's just get into it now. I'm finding it very. Um, so you haven't read any of it, have you, Connor? No. No, no, no.
3: I, yeah, Moon Knight was the only one that sort of piqued my interest. Unless, in
2: yeah, me, well, me too. And I think in a good way. Then it doesn't seem like they're tied together at all. Um, from what I've heard from the Miss Marvel annual and the Punisher annual, they seem very much stand alone. Uh, and it just seems by happenstance that they fight. They end up fighting these weird villains. So it's a little disappointing because I was expecting like a, a thread to run through them all and, you know, there being some huge conspiracy behind it all. But it just seems to be randomly, you know. So um, so I'm not sure we'll get a real reason why Moon Knight ends up fighting Kang. Probably just happens to, to, to stumble upon him. I don't know.
0: Yes, yeah.
3: Mm. Well, I guess maybe, maybe that's also the... The best way to do it, but I yeah, if the individual issues aren't sticking out, then that's kind of yeah. On its
2: face. I guess also because it, but it just lumped because it's associated with acts of vengeance, and I guess for the the people that are familiar with acts of vengeance, there's that expectation that there is this kind of like well, in acts of vengeance. Again, listeners who don't know, um, Loki kind of secretly brought all the the heavyweight villains together and convinced them to pit their kind of underlings against um, non-familiar superheroes, which was a, a great tact. And we see that in Secret Warps, right, Connor? So, yeah, yeah. Mm, and and it actually makes more sense in Secret Warps the way that Al Ewing and, and all that are doing it there. So that's pretty cool. But Acts of Evil, unfortunately, doesn't seem to... I don't... Yeah, they shouldn't have even, you know... They shouldn't have even labelled it Acts of Evil. But anyway, Um so yeah, so there are there are those. Uh, that's what we have been listening, oh, reading uh, over the last week or so. Oh, Also, as well, Connor, just a little shout out. I'm finally getting around to um, reading that Hercules hardcover I bought off you.
3: <laughs> um, oh yeah, right.
2: Yeah, Dark Rain. So that's I um yeah yeah I I decided to reread the um, three volumes before that uh, just to get reacquainted with the story. Uh, really fun, so I'm up to yeah the fourth volume, which is the the dark rain one, which you you graciously sold to me, which is I can't wait to read it. Um, are you are you reading any uh, old classic runs or
3: trades? I'm not actually. No. Pro- yeah, I actually I've always been I've been meaning to do a binge for a while. I just haven't quite mm. actually gone in on one yet.
2: Yeah, I guess you got to pick and choose which ones you want to, and if you you know
3: if you're trying to catch up with all your
2: local. Uh, or your, you know, recent pulls, then uh, there's very little time to delve into, you know, the older reading material. Uh, anyway, loonies, um, so that's what your high priests have been reading lately. Uh, there's another little bit, just before we head into our, our news section, our white noise, Connor, I don't know if you've been seeing our group. It has been um, getting those clicks for members. It's been quite... Uh, quite encouraging. I think we're, as we speak, I think we're up to 100- 990 members.
3: Really? Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know we we're going that big.
2: Yeah, well, actually, when I first had this idea and I, and I pitched it to um, some of our ICK admins, I think we're about 960 or so, and I said, oh, hey, look, you know, we should, let's, um, let's maybe do a loony giveaway just to celebrate, you know, the coming of the 1,000 members in the group. Uh, I'm very excited by the prospect of, of you know, reaching the 1K. Uh, it should be pretty cool. And uh, so we thought maybe, look, um, we might have a little prize for, you know, I don't know how we swing it, Connor. I don't know if you have any thoughts on it. Um, do we give a prize to the 1,000th the member, or do we open it up to all the loonies, which I think we kind of should? Um, yeah,
3: I'd yeah, open it up to all the loonies. Mm, yeah. Some of them have been there since the start, somehow.
2: Yeah. So, as you can tell, loonies, we haven't really formulated a uh, a competition as yet. Uh, what do you reckon, Connor? Do you reckon it might be just a, a random, like, you know, just send your name and details in and we'll, we'll again pick it out of the hat, or... Um, Maybe we'll do that, yeah?
3: Yeah, or maybe we can think of a more interesting way to do it, but I don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, okay, well... Yeah, sorry?
3: Like maybe talking about people popping in their favourite issues or something we could do like that, which kind of we could read out in the pod maybe as well, or... Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, just trying to encourage, um, yeah, encourage some interaction with our beloved loonies. So look, loonies um keep your your ears and your eyes peeled on our newsletter and in our podcast uh and in our group as well we'll post up something but the idea was the the winner to celebrate 1000 members uh will get a, an official unofficial ITK t-shirt which uh we'll will send out to the lucky winner so uh as some of you know as well we do have some merchandise up on offer now through T public um, our storefront is through there. Uh, go grab yourself a, a shirt, or a mug, or a hoodie, or a you know tank top, whatever takes your fancy. Um, you can now wear, you know, our uh, our podcast on your chest proudly. And I urge you to do so. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. But anyway, so yeah, a prize, a, an ITK t-shirt will be waiting for you. We'll figure out how we swing this competition, but I thought that would be pretty fun. And uh, yeah, we're very close. My gosh. I'd say within a week, we might get 1,000 members. Yes,
3: yeah, um, 10 members to go. I can't believe it. 10
2: me. members. See, that was what I was thinking, Connor. I thought maybe do we, as an incentive, do we ask people, look, um, invite, I don't know, Three of your friends and some, I don't know how it gets too complicated. And then, do they get into the competition? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we'll we'll have it. We'll have a little talk off air, Connor. See how we do this thing. But uh, exciting, exciting, exciting. All right, um, we're up to our white noise. Um, our news for the week and there's a little bit of it, Connor.
3: I'm not yeah, sure. A bit of San Diego Comic Con always mixes up the
2: yeah. Yeah, San Diego. That was fun. Did you catch much of the the panels uh,
3: online or? Yeah, as well. People yeah. were feeding me tweets from Twitter, so mm, mm. third hand news. But I was still up in the height. Yeah. Ah. Oh, look, what's
2: your what's your um what's the thing that you're most excited about?
3: Well, I think if we're talking Phase Four specifically, mm-hmm. I'm absolutely looking forward to Doctor Strange yeah. and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, and then. Um, uh and then his uh yeah kind of his role with Wanda as well mm. they seem to be two big hitters of this phase and that's really exciting yeah and then, and then Monica Rambeau pop, rambo popping up in uh, uh what wanda as well Vision. that's that's got me crazy excited
2: yeah i mean i'm i'm very happy that wanda has got more of a um more screen time now as well she's got a tv show She's going to be featuring on Doctor Strange two, and her role. I mean, there's a lot of speculation about just what it is because you know it's what multiverses of, multiverse of madness, something like that. The the uh, subtitle sure is, and we all know Wanda uh, in the comics has reality reality altering powers. Now in the cinema in the MCU, she hasn't really shown that yet. She's shown more of a telekinetic kind of um power set but uh with dr strange and the multiverse could we be seeing uh you know wanda taking up a step and twisting reality that would be fun that will be fun actually we see (laughs) we see Arachnite in it you know we we (laughs) see uh you know multiverses or universes folded onto each other that would be um that'd be pretty cool i feel it's
3: probably going to be more traumatic than web slinging but yeah, yeah
2: yeah exactly uh, look, I'm very excited at Shang-Chi and The Legend of oh, the God, Ten yeah. Rings. My God, how cool is that? And uh, just, you know, to have a full-blown martial arts kind of movie. Oh, that's another thing. Doctor Strange 2 as a horror film. That That's yeah. going to be really cool. I like that take. And that's what I was actually expecting from Doctor Strange 1 because Scott Derrickson, the director, is a known horror director. I thought he'd be giving it more of a horror tinge. Uh yeah, looking forward to it. As Kevin Feige said though, look, no no no, it's gonna still be PG thirteen yeah. so <laughs> I don't know how scary it can be, but um yeah, that's
3: Hey uh, you you watch you watch the Goonies, you watch uh Oh yeah yeah. All those old eighties movies, they'll give you a scare. Yeah. they'll find a way. Yeah, exactly. Uh
2: another thing obviously Moon Knight related out of San Diego. Look, unfortunately no films or T V, as you probably know. Uh, but the Ultimate Alliance, Connor, the DLC pack, um, I think mean, this is mentioned, this is probably old, older news, but the Marvel Knights DLC pack for Ultimate Alliance 3 include Moon Knight, um, it has Blade, Punisher, and Morbius as well. Have you got the game?
3: I have not. Um, oh. Sadly, it's been quite a busy year for games. I had to make the cut on how much time I have, and I put a Fire Emblem over the top of it. So sadly, I've not had the chance to check out um, oh, Ultimate Alliance. I've yep. got some positive feedback. We might get uh, maybe Rick on the show. Or something yeah. to talk about it when this DLC drops. But yeah, right, Rick Ball,
2: <laughs> that'd be good. Yeah, no, for sure. They'll be. I'll be interested. I, um, my other co-host, uh, other Connor, Connor L from the Last Sons of Krypton. He's got it. Uh, he's saying he's been. Yeah, he's been enjoying it um, so far. I haven't heard too many um, stories about it, but I'll ask him. Um, more about it i think um i'm interested as a like a sideline viewer spectator because i don't have a console i don't have the game i'm just excited that there is this game out and uh interested to know how they treat moon knight oh that's what connor said he said actually uh wolverine psylocke and damn it i can't remember the other one but they're actually quite they're the most powerful ones um players characters so it was interesting that Psylocke was was in there. She's, um, you know, she's not the most powerful telepath in the Marvel Universe, but... Um,
3: she has a sick uh, purple sword. So, yeah, know.
2: that's true. She can do that. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so Moon Knight is featured in that. Uh, look, there are other, just a, a couple of other things. Uh, this is something that I posted up in the group. It's from Instagram, and it is from one of our loonies, Sandy... Uh, he's also known as Moon Knight Life on Instagram. He posted up Ooh. something.
3: He's supported us all the way since we were uh, we were, yeah. a little, we were wee babbies. So all the yeah. love for Moon Knight Life as well.
2: Yeah, big love for Moon Knight Life. He's, uh, he's been... And he's an absolutely dedicated loony himself. So, um, you know, avid collector, avid fan. And he posted something. He said uh, from a trusted source... It's all a bit sketchy. It's a rumour that in the the D23 uh, Expo um, coming out in late August, uh, there will maybe an announcement uh, that there'll be a Moon Knight film or TV show or something. Um, So I thought I'd drop there, drop that there in the group, a little tasty. Morsel for people to to wonder. Look, some of the loonies um, approached it quite cynically, <laughs> rightly so as well, Connor, because you know we do receive a lot of these sorts of things. Um, I thought it was just you know this could be something. Uh, you, you never know. Uh, Tommy took it further. Tommy, the man on the streets, and he uh, he mentioned there's a Reddit article as well in which they explain that there are plans for Moon Knight and Miss Marvel, and they'll be announced. Um, in the D twenty three, which I don't kind of kind of lends itself to maybe even more of a half truth, because there has has been talk of Miss Marvel in the past, right?
3: Yeah, well, like it, it's one of those things that always comes up. You know, people wanting to write them, you always get those half talks from mm. Kevin uh, Kevin Fig and the boys being like, "Oh, you know, we're thinking, you know, it's something we've got on our plate to set up." Yeah. I guess one of the biggest things on this all is that none of us expected Blade to pop up at the end of mm, the CDA comic How cool COVID. was the that? The absolute madman, Mahashallah Ali. Totally
2: Incredible. random, and the fact that they've actually locked in someone um, is absolutely brilliant. Who
3: apparently locked it in himself, you know? The the word on the street is, according to Kevin Feig, is that yeah. uh, Mahershala called up, said he wanted to be Blade, and so yep. Kevin Feig said yes. Wow. (laughs) And why not? You know, he's um, an incredible actor.
2: Yeah, incredible actor. Uh, Yeah, for sure. And even this is what I love about uh, the MCU as well. They're so sure of themselves and willing to be able to to throw things out there. they announce also Fantastic Four. They have plans for Fantastic Four. I, I listened to uh, an interview. Uh, I watched an interview on YouTube later with Kevin on there, and uh, they asked him about it. And he goes, look, look there's no, no deadline set for it. We haven't got a script. We haven't got cast or anything, but we know we're going to do it. So they're very confident that that will happen, and obviously it's got the um, the fans a buzz." Um, but nothing has really been inked on paper for it as yet. But um, I, I love this kind of confidence in the fact that they will get to it, you know? Like, there's, you know what I mean? There's no surety that it's done. Like, they haven't locked in anything. They have It doesn't sound like they've actually um, finalised anything for it, but they know that that's what they're going to do and head. Um, yeah, so... Um. I think...
3: Yeah, I think definitely. I think the only... I think... The biggest takeaway is that Blade is quite literally going to open up a whole new Mm -hmm. section of the MCU. Like, we're talking a whole new site. And I think Moon Knight is definitely a part of that. Mm -hmm. My biggest concern, Mm -hmm. and I think there is some validity considering Blade showed up, but the uh, the the taste. My apologies. The taste we got at the end of San Diego Comic Con was Blade mutants fantastic four and something else and i just think blade mutants fantastic four that is a lot of content to be talking about to also drop moon knight in as well mm. i mean they could they re- announced is. a lot at san diego comic-con but that's no, that, that's right. a full palette for me to think there is M- moon knight f- but f- yeah wait, no.
2: Oh, no, I, I agree with you the fact the mere fact that um, you know forget about Blade the mere fact that the Fantastic Four and the Mutants i.e. let's, you know, let's not beat around the bush the X-Men they're the big ten poles you know so um, that's what a lot of people will be focused on and they're, they're teams like the Fantastic Four sure This four, but the X-Men you've got a a pantheon of characters there that each could be developed and at, each character, you know, the, the Marvel fans will be salivating over, well, you know, let alone Wolverine, obviously. You've got all the other big hitters as well. Um, so, and to see them mixing it in the MCU, yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening. Uh, as well as they're still expanding the cosmic realm, aren't they? I mean, like, the Eternals are still... Yeah! That's a massive thing. I, I actually thought they would have let left the cosmic... Stuff alone a little, you know. I, I thought that kind of ended with with Endgame and Thanos and stuff. I thought, maybe, I was. I'm assuming maybe they're going then in a different direction. But um, the fact that one of the big films that they're going to have is um, is the Eternals, and and granted as oh, Fantastic Four is a is a cosmic based team. Um, so they're still very much in that cosmic corner of the universe. With Blade, I love to see them open up the supernatural. You know, can you imagine seeing Man Thing? I mean, that's not out of the picture, is it? Because um, it is quite exciting. I mean, Ghost Rider's on TV. Uh, you know, I wonder if um, and Moon Knight does fit into that, of course. You know, you talk about Werewolf by Night, uh, all this sort of stuff. Um, Hellstrom, isn't there? A t- there's a TV show Hellstrom coming out as well, isn't there?
3: Oh shit! There is two with yeah. Ghost Rider and
2: Robbie Reyes. Bloody hell, eh? one D- yeah. So, oh, plenty. I don't know. Is there room for Moon Knight? Uh, also, the other thing I mentioned um, in the post, and let's not forget that interview that we had with JMD Mateus. He did give us a scoop, and in Marvel's Spider-Man, the animated series, which is still going, I think it's going into its third or fourth season, uh, there will be an appearance of Moon Knight, kind of. So, we're going to have to we're going to have to hunt down that episode when it. You know, when it airs, I'm not sure when it does. It's in the it's in the pipeline, um, I think written by J.M.D. Mateus. Uh, that will be a fun one to watch. So he's definitely showing up on TV in that regards. But as for anything else, well, it's still all Um Finally, uh, Connor, there's a, that little one, uh, True Detective Creator expresses interest in making Moon Knights. Yeah. Yeah, are you... that it
3: pairs nicely with Mahashala Ali. Mm,
2: yeah, uh, have you watched um, True
3: Detective? Oh, I fucking love True Detective. Oh, geez, season geez. one, season <laughs> three—the heights of television. <laughs> All I'm saying.
2: Yeah. Wow. I, I thought I thought you were gonna say you've never seen it before, but okay, it's a very <laughs> vehement, a very passionate response. There, kind of fantastic. Now I haven't caught it. I've I've just added it in to my my Netflix uh, watch list. Uh, off the back of this, basically. Uh, but I've heard it's very good. A lot of people have been saying it's very good. So, uh, Something that you could see Moon Knight fall into in this type of world that this creator has made?
3: Yeah, well, I think True Detective is quite a, quite a serious piece of entertainment, quite full mm-hmm. on, but... Is that You know, that works for Moon Knight. Detectives work for Moon Knight. If there's one thing you need in a Moon Knight film, it's Detective Flint. Mm-hmm. I'll accept nothing less, so... Yeah. He's the one to do it. I'll take it. Get a... Oh, fantastic. God, who's yeah. the cinematographer on uh, the True Detective show? He's done a lot of great stuff.
2: Um, cool. I'm keen to see it. I really want to see what the, the visuals, the aesthetics, is like. It sounds really good.
3: Oh, Carrie Fukunaga. Fukunaga. Oh. No. Yeah, get him cinematography as well.
2: You got yeah, Fukunaga. You got
3: the goods. Lovely.
2: Cool. No, well, no, for sure. I'll uh, I'll follow your recommendation there, Connor. If it's good, man, I'm going to watch it. And uh, yeah, let us know, Linnies, as well. What do you think? Um, you know, this is yet another one of the creators showing that, yeah, I'd love to make it. Same with James Gunn. But uh, the style seems to be very apt for at least Mr. Knight and Detective Flint. So. Looking good. Anyway, that is our white noise, Connor shoe. We've got a couple of other things. Before I think we'll go to a break, Um, just quickly, we have On Night's Watch, and this is our new segment, which uh, is kind of like a, you know, um, a little list of where you can find Moon Knight if he does pop up in any other titles in and around for the collector in you. Um, And, of course, we're going to be doing the Secret Warps annuals, Connor, and uh, Arachnite does pop up, you know, fleetingly in the in the uh, annals of Soldier Supreme, uh, Weapon Hex, and I believe in Ghost Panther as well, because uh, it is so intrinsically tied together, isn't it? So you actually do see Arachnite fight. Um, it's a, it's a mishmash of um, of claw and orb, right? And it's just a huge yeah. So it's yeah. a giant ear.
3: Giant ear. My kingdom for a cute tip is a really funny joke in <laughs> yeah. about Soldier Supreme issue.
2: Yeah, uh, so he does appear in there, so if you want to, the completionist in you, if you want to collect all Moonlight appearances, uh, I'd suggest it. Well, yep, sorry?
3: I think the more important thing isn't Arachnite himself, but all the fun spin-offs you get of him, so in the the first issue, and then uh, for the first few pages in mm-hmm. the Ghost Panther one, you get... um. Bushman the Hunter, which is a mix-up of uh, yeah. Bushman and Craven, That's really fun. True, He gets yes. his ass handed to him by Ghost Panther, as he would if as he, he would. was fighting either Black Panther or Ghost Rider. Oh, movie. yeah.
2: Hopelessly outgunned. But he's
3: fun. He's fun. He, and looks, then, he looks good. Yep, sorry. He's got, he's got nice hair. <laughs> and then uh, we get Arachnite 2099, and that's yeah. the Weapon Hex issue, I think. That's yes. Miguel O'Hara and Ravage from 2099. And that's really That's
2: fun. right. Yeah, I'm unfamiliar with the 29 in iron characters, except for um, O'Hara, Miguel O'Hara. Ravage, I'm not too sure. Something to do with uh, letting, unleashing the beast or something, kind of. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. A lot of spikes, a lot oh, of. okay. A lot of edge.
2: Is it like, uh, like a berserker? Berserker Rage or yeah. something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right, yeah, so we do get a lot of iterations of Knight as well, as well as, you know, the glimpses of him fighting the, uh, the, the big ear or whatever it's called, Glor- Clorb, I think that was a Clorb! Clorb um, Apart from that, I mean, I got a little heads up also from the history of the Marvel Universe Now, Conoshu, have you read this issue, Issue
3: 1? I didn't actually. I thought this mm. was releasing as a graphic novel, so I was keeping my eye out. But I guess it's,
2: I thought so too. Yeah, yeah, it's coming out in issues. Um, An issue one came out. Uh, a little shout out to uh, Justzilla from Twitter. He is uh, my contact for uh, you know all all uh, what do you call them? I'm blanking. He kind of for all uh, scoops and stuff that come out before they're released. Anyway, uh, he mentions. Uh, in the history of Marvel Universe, they make mention of Egypt. They go through Egypt uh, and the the history and mythology of it, but no mention of Konshu, which is a bit strange.
3: Well
2: I know, but he reckons that uh, issue two, when they get into the actual characters, that we might get an appearance or a mention of Moon Knight yeah. or Conshu. So, yeah, that's a little heads up. Uh, if you want to, again, look out for all Moon Knight appearances, history of the Marvel Universe may well have Moon Knight in there as well. So... Uh, check out that next month, Issue 2. But yeah, no, unfortunately, no mention of Conchu, which I thought would have been logical. Uh, and finally, uh, a little shout-out here, a little uh, Nightwatch. Watch it should be a shout-out, whatever. <laughs> One or the other. Uh, this is for Moon Knight alumni Max Bemis, uh, the most recent writer of Moon Knight. He has been released that through Dynamite Entertainment. Um, he'll be writing uh, Black Terror. It's out in October.
3: Oh, I yeah. forgot about that.
2: Yeah, I um, I never, never, never knew it. Uh, I'm just all waiting for. Remember when we interviewed Max a while ago? He's doing that graphic novel. Um, hasn't been announced yet. So it might be still in the works, or it might be delayed, or something. But I hadn't heard of this. Did we one.
3: ever find out what Jason Burrows was doing as well?
2: No, I haven't. I've I've seen him on Twitter. I'm very tempted to. Dropping on a line and say, Jason, has that announcement been made yet? <laughs> it was meant to be for Marvel. He hasn't been on Marvel for anything that I am aware of.
3: Maybe he's finally getting a ride on Blade now. He's coming back. We,
2: we can only hope. Actually, we might. Um, I'll, I'll tweet him. I'll see if he, see if he answers. I say, yeah, Blade. Uh, oh, actually, that's a little thing. Just a little aside. Kind of Wolverine versus Blade. Have you? Did you read that? No, I didn't actually. Is it good? Man, the the art is good. It's like that Ooh, paint. Okay. It's like that painted, airbrushed, you know, kind of art, um, which is really detailed. Uh, I'm really loving it. I'm wondering. I don't know if it's a. I think it's a mini. I don't know how many issues, but it's really cool. It's uh, for mature readers as well. So there's uh, the deals were obviously a lot with g- vampires. Um, there's a lot of gore, a lot of graphic violence, right up my alley. Uh, no, that's a that's a good one. Just wanted to mention that. But no, no Jason Burroughs So, um,
3: well, I'm we'll really to... looking forward to um, Strike Force, which will be leading with Spider Woman and a few others. That's yes, next month I think.
2: Oh, was that next month already? Wow. Yeah, Spider Woman. I can't wait. Spider Woman and Blade. That's all you need, really. Um, I was reminded. I don't know if anyone have you had you read Spider Woman Origins by Brian Michael Bendis. Uh it, it, if
3: you Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. like a retelling back in like 2006
1: yeah.
2: or Yeah. Uh, was it? Yes, I knew you'd uh, you'd have it there in the memory bank there somewhere Connor. Uh I think the art by the Luna brothers as well, uh, very kind of uh, almost cartoon animated. Anyway, if anyone thinks that Spider-Woman doesn't can't go dark, then you should read that origin because she basically uh she has a grudge against one of these um Hydra goons. He was her boyfriend, straps him to a plane and then just uh, sends a plane into a building and, uh, with him in it. So, uh, you know, she can she can take it up a notch herself as well. Uh, anyway, so that is our Night's Watch. Uh, so mainly the Secret Warps annuals, I'd say, and uh, History of the Marvel Universe. Check it out. Next issue, issue two, for potential Moon Knight appearances. Um, also... Okay, before we go as well, Connor, our Spectacle shout-outs. Uh, and I'd like to just shout out, again, a little bit of an indulgence. Um, so this weekend as well, I'll be guest hosting on 20th Century Geek podcast. And some of you loonies will know uh, that we had Scott Weatherly, the host of 20th Century Geek, on our Isle Sessions way back in episode 54. Uh, and he's a, he's a really top bloke uh, from the UK, uh, and anyway, he and um, myself and Dave Finn from The Signal of Doom will be getting together as a two-parter and we'll be reviewing, basically, Predator um, on screen and in the comics. Uh, oh, right. says Yeah, big Predator fan. So is Dave. Um, and so, yeah, I've been, watching, I've been watching Predator 1, Predator 2, Aliens versus Predator uh, and reading all the Dark Horse comics to get ready for that. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I'm not sure when the episode will drop, but um, keep your eyes out on 20th Century Geek. I'll post it up in the group uh, when it does come available. For anyone who is a Predator fan, it uh, should be a lot of fun to to go through with Scott and Dave. So, um, yeah, shout-out to them. Shout-out to that good podcast. Uh, Connor, any uh, any shout-outs for any podcasts that you may be listening to? Or keen to plug.
3: Um, actually, not enough comics ones. So mm-hmm. I'll say if you guys have some comic ones, hit me up in the group in the chat. I'll be happy to check them out.
2: Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Uh, oh, actually, i got one for you, Connor, then, just off the top of my head. Recently, Comics Generally, I think it's called. Um, I've been interacting with one of the hosts there on Instagram, actually. Uh, I've only started listening to. They're about only about twenty five episodes in, um, but they sound like really a bunch of really cool guys. Two guys, Josh and I can't remember the uh, other fellow, uh, but they review anything comics and pop culture. So that that could be worth checking out.
3: All right, hell yeah, All- glad to hit them
2: up. <laughs> All righty, well hang on, let's um, let's take a little bit of a breather, kind of. Let's take a break, and we'll finally get round to it. And on the other side of the break, uh, let's look at this Arachnite Annual Number 1.
1: Hey there! Do you like comic books? Do you like superhero TV and movies? Well, come on over and check out the Caves of Lunatics podcast. We have such shows as Cape of Lunatics and Super Connectivity, where we cover everything new and current and popular in the world of superheroes. And we also have episode by episode reviews of the marvel netflix shows and a monthly discussion of everything current on the dc comics character nightwing and a few other surprises all the time so come join us for the capes and lunatics podcast
3: Hello and welcome back to that part of the pod where we look at some issues and we tell you whether it was alright or not. This is us going over the moon to talk uh, Secret Warps Arachnite Annual 1 uh, that this came out this past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's co- uh, tagline is Supreme Universal with writer Al Ewing, penciler Carlos Gomez, Inca Juan Flasco Val- colorist Carlos Lopez, letterer Clayton Cowles editor Jordan B. White and Annalise Bisa mm-hmm. hitting it's available comicsology singles and I guess it'll be in a nice compact trade later in the future.
2: Oh yeah, it should be good as a trade. I think I'll be waiting for that. I'll, I'm getting the, the, the floppy of the Arachnit annual um, but the others I've just got digitally I think it'll be really good to, to have as a trade. Uh, also as well, Connor, um, just to also mention there is a backup story to this being an annual uh, a Terrific Tangle, it's called, and writer Jim Zub, penciler Carlo um, Barberi, uh, and he does the inks as well, colorist Ruth Redmond, uh, letterer Clayton Cowles, and editor again, Jordan D. White, and Annalise Bisa. Uh, so, what we usually do, listeners, is uh, we usually give a, a sliver, what we call a sliver, like a, a short summation, short synopsis, um, of the story, and then Connor and I will just... Get on with what our favourite points were, what we found good, what we find didn't, what we found didn't work with the issue, and uh, and we rate it with our convoluted moon rating system. Um, Connor, I've got written here in our prompt sheet the solicit synopsis, so I'm wondering, do you want to read this out? Um, it it doesn't really give the sense of the story. I mean, we can still deal probably a sliver, but maybe. As I started, would you like to read out the uh, synopsis, uh, courtesy of the wiki page? All
3: right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it says that the web swinging Arachnite finds himself out of his depth, uh, out of the depth of all four of his personas as his warped universe begins colliding with another—the new Supreme Universe, home of the Supreme Seven. Pluff. A bonus tale of old Arachnite trying to persuade the terrific two to become a trio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty good summation of it.
2: Um look, Connor, would you do you, do you want to give a go of let's just look at the main story uh and maybe just kind of fleshing that out just a little bit more from this solicit. Um what happened obviously he meets up with the um the Supreme Seven. But um what essentially happens in this issue?
3: Well, we're following on from uh the last couple of issues, where all these univer- where uh, we find out that the warped universe is actually colliding with a series of different universes, and everything's fallen apart. Dark dimensions are colliding, and that brings us across the homes of the Supreme Seven, who find out that if, uh, this, uh, if this warped universe survives, that their home will die. So what ensues mm. is uh, a big bash of Arachnite stumbling across the Supreme Seven in a battle to save his planet.
2: Yeah, it kind of reminded me a bit of... um, I mean, obviously it it does. It it, it kind of echoes the Secret Wars, uh, you know, the main Jonathan Hickman event uh, a fair few years ago now, and the Squadron Supreme being under uh, immense danger of of them being, you know, their their universe being wiped out. Uh, And so... Um, they kind of I think they leave their universe and they collide with the six one six to try and um, try and survive and this is very much the same thing with the Supreme Seven, but of course all of them are mixed matched with uh, with characters as is the the warped universe uh, and as you say, yeah kind of it, it's a good it's a good little scenario uh, there's a bit of a race against the clock. Uh, we saw previously in Ghost Panther as well. Um, So there was a whole little thing about 2099, right? Um, There was a, a Martian invasion that happened because, what was it, if I can remember, because in the previous issues, Soldier Supreme and Weapon Hex, they... What did they do again, Connor? They did that, that actually meant that the Martians did invade 2099,
3: Oh, yeah, they took yeah, yeah. down um, uh, a sigil from the two big bads of... Um, yes, that's it, that's it. Lady? Yeah. Yep, um, Lady like Hell. Mephisto whatever. and Cth- Cthulhu's big team up and yes. Lady Deathstrike and all that. That's
2: right, that's right. So, that's right, yeah, yeah. And that kind of... It's really funny because it was almost as a bit of a detour with the Ghost Panther one. Um, so that had um, set off a chain of events in the future... Which the Ghost Panther went into to try and rectify, and he did it with his massive—I don't know—I can't even didn't even know what it was. Where he just unleashed a huge Zarathos thing on the on the um, on the city, and it killed all the Martians. Um, admittedly, I, I kind of glanced quickly through the <laughs> the, the annual, <laughs> but that that was it, wasn't it? In Ghost Panther, do you remember?
3: Sort of. I sort of remember. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember exactly, but they definitely destroyed that sigil and then Martians started attacking 2099.
2: But they managed to to quash that, Uh, so the Martians were defeated. But what that still meant was, and I guess basically in the Arachnite Annual, the crux of it is that this Supreme Seven uh, were in danger of losing their universe, so they've come in uh, and they've tried to... to, uh, Sorry, just a little Macy there. <laughs> and they try to um, nullify, I guess the um, the impending doom of their universe. Uh, so, what did you think of this this issue, Connor? Was it was it good? Did it live up to your expectations?
0: I
3: think, it, I think it keeps up with the rest of this. I think the biggest part of this, and I think it's the way Al Ewing writes it too, because yeah. I think nothing could be said of Al Ewing outside of you know he's incredible. I think he's currently writing one of the best-selling books of the moment. You know, the one book that's outsold oh, Batman yes. in all these years, yes. Immortal Hulk. Absolutely. It's done The that Ultimate, which was big cosmic ideas. But I think this is just a pure distillation of substance, of style over substance, I should say. This is Al Ewing, yeah. just having fun. It's all about the big fights. It's all about cramming as much and as you can. Yeah. So I think, you know, it isn't some tour de force of no. character writing and introspection. It's a bunch of... Crazy fights, and it's got some good art, and it's got some good times. It's not essential, but you know, if that's your sort of thing, there's there's some fun stuff here.
2: Yeah, certainly. Yeah, certainly not essential. I think it is a lot of fun, but it's a lot of fun done really well. I think I I was really impressed with the Supreme that first part. Um, I was expecting, you know, um, you know, just expecting very, very light. And it is, but there's a bit more thought to it with um, who was it is Win Wind, oh, not Windham. It was um Obadiah Stain kind of behind it at first. And uh there's a lot of things happening, like you know, Lady Hell Hela, um going out with Sig- Sigurd, um, the Tony Stark slash Thor character. Um, then you get this introduction of the Soldier Supremes Kind of like is Mordo, right? He has a there's another Soldier Supreme, uh, which came in. So there's a lot, yeah. Of, yeah. There's a lot of really cool elements to it, and it's really, I think it's really entertaining the way it's told. Uh, and in the Arachnite Annual, I mean, I think basically the spine of it came from the Soldier Supreme, and then Weapon Hex for me, Weapon Hex, Ghost Panther, and Arachnite um, were. I was about to, Actually, I'm wrong. I was about to say the consequences of the main act, but um, having said that, uh, we don't even really see much of Claude being defeated by Arachnite, which we get glimpses of at the beginning. Um, this fight he has with the uh, Supreme Seven is quite an important one in itself, isn't it? And we get a lot of entertaining action in it. I think it was great to... Um, I think half the fun is actually trying to figure out Who these characters are You know It's a lot of fun In that that sense Uh, And it's very much It's it's very much A throwaway. Like you know There aren't going to be Any lasting ramifications For this This is You know With it's own thing In the warped universe Um, So there's that sense Of you can kind of Detach it from anything else And I think that's fun And the way that They refer to The higher universe Which is kind of like Our universe right Where There are these other beings called Spider Man and Moon Knight that are (laughs) apparently separated, you know, and they're, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, My my big takeaway from this issue was the fight, I think, um, between Arachnite and the Supreme Seven. He took on all of them, right? This is a. That
0: was
3: impressive, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. I really did enjoy, actually, and and look, truth be told, I don't know if you thought the same kind of. Most of it is Spider Man in there, in Arachnite. Um, oh yeah, yeah. There, there is a multiple identities that he has conversations with, which is Moon Knight. But I thought the good thing of Moon Knight, um, he's quite brutal in some of it. Like he, he does, crescent, he
3: yeah blinds a man.
2: He blinds, yeah. He throws crescent darts to blind. Um, I think it's Doctor Spectrum, and I kind of remember how he's mismatched with someone. He blinds him with darts. Uh, what else happens? He, um, he, he cuts the Achilles heels. Of that big guy, um, because he knows that's the only way that the guy will be brought down. Uh, oh God, what, what's his name? Let me let me open the issue. The 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 big bearded guy, Connor. Do you know who I'm talking about?
3: Oh, let me just pull it up myself.
2: Yeah, let me. Um, I think it. I think it helps, doesn't it, that we <laughs> actually have the issue open? Uh, yeah. Let me see. Going through. Uh, so I'm going straight to the end where it actually shows you who who who's everyone. Um, and oh, here yeah, the ending's a cracker. Uh, Megalodon, um, so a mix of amphibian and mastodon. Um, he gets his Achilles' heels sliced by Arachnite, which is pretty brutal. And Dr. Justice, which is a mix of Dr. Spectrum and Justice. He gets blinded by the Crescent Darts. So there's a bit of Moon Knight shown there about how kind of brutal he can be. Um,
3: and he's, a, and, uh, of course, that the Knight personality has that classic Khonshu, yes uh, lettering. Yeah, yeah, which
2: is really good. And he, he's quite, um, you know, he's quite tough and rough, isn't he? Um, but yeah, I, I enjoy this. Uh, a lot of... Um, how shall I say smaller, bit known characters here, Connor, which um, I wasn't aware of, like uh, like amphibian, and I didn't even know there was a blur, and uh, and justice. Um, who else is there? Codename Spitfire. Are you aware of these characters? Blue Eagle. No, I'm
3: only aware of their uh, of the uh, S- uh, Squadron Supreme. Half mm. of those mix up.
2: Yeah, like Hyperion and Starbrand, I think is a really cool um, combination. And so anyway, um, so Hyperbrand, which is the guy, uh, he's going to destroy. The, he's got the power to destroy the whole universe, uh, but he needs like about an hour or something to charge up his his uh, his fist or something with all the power. Um, so while that's happening, Arachne comes in, and tries to stop him, uh, gets met by the other um, Supreme Seven, and he fights them. And uh, what do you think of the the final? I thought the the ending was pretty cool.
3: Oh, uh, that's a Quicksilver and Honey Badger stealing the power and becoming a, a twerp.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, that as well. That that's pretty cool. Honey Badger is pretty cool. Um, so Quicksilver, what is it? Quick Weasel or something? Super- she, Speed pretty, Weasel. Speed Weasel, she's pretty cool. No, I was talking about the end, where, you know, how this kind of... Oh, they
3: all become... where six become three again. Yeah. Now...
2: So, so you've got a mix of three people within one, and I think for our purposes, Arachnite has been... Well, actually, four people. So you've got, you've got yeah. Spider-Man, Moon Knight, Captain America, and Doctor Strange all amalgamated into one. Yeah. Have I got that right? I think so. Sure,
3: have. And that that costume, that that mask, reminds me a lot of very nineties Spider Man. Yes. Kind of early Ultimate Spider Man.
2: Yes. Sorry, Connor. I'm thinking here. Is there two, two Oh yeah, that's it. Two two two. Yeah. So there are six characters. They are turned into three. So yeah. So that's pretty cool. And so what we've got here as well, we've got the Iron Hammer mixed with Ghost Panther. So we've got Thor. Iron Man, Ghost Rider, and Black Panther together—that's a pretty formidable um, combination. And finally, we have Weapon Hex and Captain—god, what she's got a name? She's got a funny name, Captain Freedom or something. Um, so that is Scarlet Witch, X-23, Captain Marvel, and uh, the other, the other person, <laughs> um, Captain Justice or something, or Captain Liberty. Uh, yeah so the ending is pretty cool and it, and I did not expect that at all so that kind of lead that um uh, the last part in do you know the last annual Connor uh, uh,
3: that's the um iron hammer annual.
2: I I get oh, yeah, that that should be a ripper of an ending
3: I'm looking forward to it I think we'll mm. at least talk about it briefly next episode yes yeah. talk about the highlights so I'm looking forward to that
2: yeah um look is there anything else here that you want to make mention yeah um, of this, uh, Moon Knight related. How does Moon Knight fare in this?
3: Um, I I really like the Knight personality. I think the Knight really sh- showed himself over, I think, even the original, um, that two-issue mini we got when... Okay, uh, yep. ...in the Infinity yes. Quest war adventure was happening a year or so ago. Everything, he got his time to shine. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of really fun interplay... I wasn't like super, like like I said, it's it's real style over substance. So, you know the dialogue yeah. between the the Supreme Seven and Arachnite isn't you know award winning, but I think the um the interplay before between all four of the personalities actually really shines in this issue, mm. and Al, Wing, Al Ewing really focused in on that, and I had a really good time with that, especially the knight who was just a murderous asshole.
2: Yeah. No, I think um, I think rightly so. Yeah, Ewing does. Obviously, that's the main thing that he takes from Moon Knight uh, and he puts into Arachnite. And we get another sense of it. I just want to shout it out here. When Hawk Mask um, goes into, I guess, the psyche of Arachnite, like in his dreams, and he ends up actually being overwhelmed because there are all these identities in Arachnite's head, which is the Peter Parker... Um, version the Spider-Man version. There's the the Knight, the 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 night um, you know the Moon Knight version, and he gets overwhelmed by it and he um, he can't make any sense of it, uh, and so he kind of gets defeated um, by these multiple identities within Moon Knight, within Arachnite's head. Um, so I think that was a good use of our Ewing uh, by our Ewing um, to use that, those multiple identities. Um, yeah, uh, also, look, I guess we can briefly talk about the, the backup story, Connor. Did you read that as well?
3: Yeah, I did. So this is just a quick, fun homage to, I think it's Amazing Spider-Man 1. Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah, look, I wanted to mention here, um, and again, sorry, this was, oh, gosh, a terrible, uh, written, where are we? Uh, Jim Zub wrote this. Uh, the good thing here I thought Jim Zub had done, there's a bit in there kind of where um, Arachnite is talking a particular way and then he turns and his personality and mannerisms um, change and so there's a, a substantial shift in identity there and that puts off Johnny, um, Johnny Storm or Mr Invisible as he is in here uh, and I thought that was a really good way of showing... Um, how Arachnite is, is very much at the whim of his multiple identities.
3: Yeah, and it's kind of... They do have a really decent dichotomy in this issue, even if they don't agree on their past. It's also, almost a sort of quick interchange.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you enjoy this backup story?
3: Um... You know, I I think it was fun in a homage sort of way. Mm -hmm. I think it really was. It really tapped into how comics were written back then. Yes, especially that final panel, which was a decent payoff. But you know, if it wasn't there, I wouldn't have cared. Sort of thing.
2: Yeah, I I pretty much get the same thing. It was a lot of fun. Um, Look, it's not going to stay with me for long. (laughs) It's it's just a fun throwaway thing. Um, This last panel, uh, Nick. Amazing Arachnite? Is this hinting at we'll get a series?
3: No, no, this is just, a, okay. you know, uh, that's how they ended, yeah, the 60s yeah. issues.
2: Yeah, okay, I just wanted to double-check because, um, yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, okay, maybe the popularity of Arachnite has increased. Uh, but, yeah, this is a very, um, it's a short, look, the, the, as Connor mentioned in the solicit synopsis, pr- pretty much that is the plot. Uh, Arachnite infiltrates the Baxter Building, which is called something else now because there's only two of them, uh, and he somehow ends up fighting um, Ben Grimm slash Human Torch and Mister um, Mr. Invisible, Mister Fantastic, and the Invisible Woman c- combined. Um, but he actually wants to join to join them, uh, so he shows a very weird way of, of doing that. But they, at the end, they you know they kind of make amends. They realise that he's actually a good guy. He's just a bit of a troublemaker. Uh, and he wants to join the team um, but anyway they have a uh, a threat which is it looks like it's hydra um hydra Man, but it's it's called muckman just a bit of sludge like a sludge monster and uh, so three of them swing away um for action that's basically it there's nothing really in in it you know i enjoyed actually saying ben Grimm as um what is he called he's a uh, I mean, Ratner calls him a, a few things, but he is uh, God. What is he called? Let me see. Uh, I, I can't, for the life of me. Oh, Hot Rocks. <laughs> yeah, he's called Hot Rocks. Um, I like I like that. I'd love to see a burning, burning thing. I think that's
3: good. He's got some weird belts on for some reason. So it's, it's an interesting <laughs> style choice.
2: Yeah, and we do see Marlene, Marley,
3: Jane again. That um, is a fucking terrible name. Christ almighty.
2: Yeah, and look, she's hardly recognisable as Marlene at all. She looks just more like Mary Jane, to be honest. Um, but, uh, yeah, so another little call there for, for Moon Knight. Um, yeah, but a bit of a throwaway there. Uh, I don't know, anything else, Connor, to pick with this uh, with anime? No, I
3: think that's... Yeah? Uh, it's good-looking art as well.
2: The art's um, good, yeah. It's,
3: it's not my favourite style, but I think... Um, I think Arachnite looks really good. He really gets that costume yep. down to a T. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of fun to watch him in motion.
2: Yeah. Are you referring to... Uh, actually, because I preferred uh, Carlo Barberi, his um, his art in the backup story, um, as opposed to Carlos Gomez. Uh, nothing wrong with Carlos Gomez's art. It's good. It's just not my just not my cup of tea. Um,
3: but, yeah, uh, I
2: think in both stories, Arachnite looked really good in it. Um
3: yeah, it's, it's I, you know, these things are always kind of costume first, character second sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, know, you get that cosplay going. And it, it's a really good costume, so... It is pretty cool. It's
2: uh, good they got that right. Yeah. They'll sell me on anything. <laughs> uh, Well, if that is it, Connor shoe how about we go to our moon rating system? What would you give this... Oh. A Annual I issue know. one. I know, I
3: close the thing that tells me the thing, just... Uh, uh, hit us up with yours, Ray uh, Yeah,
2: no worries While you're getting that one up on your screen Look, I gave it a um, like a decent 6 out of 10 um, It's a pass for me uh, uh, So nothing too flash, as we say It's enjoyable um, Style over substance As you say, Connor Very well put, I think uh, The art was good it, it serviced the story really well uh the backup story um, i do like annuals um and an annual with two decent stories is um is a real bonus uh the backup story here was fine it was really nothing um special or important uh but the art was good and it was good to see the fantastic what was it the terrific 2 um, as the Fantastic Four in the universe. As as mentioned as well, half the fun of this is, is trying to figure out where these characters are made from. Not only the heroes but the villains. Um great fights. Great action scenes in Arachnite. The um the, the the main story, Supreme Universal. I love the the fight between the Supreme Seven. Uh yeah, but a six, I think a six will do it justice. Nothing more than that. So that's a low end waning and uh, how about you, Konishi? What would you
3: give this? I'd give it uh, w- uh, the, high, the high end of a waning gibbous. I'd give it a seven. Um, okay, yep. You know, perfectly... You know, I think the strength of this story isn't, like, so much for, you know, just how incredible it is, but it knows what it is, and it's just doing that really well. It's artists and writers and letterers and colorists just having the mm. time of their life, you know, completely inessential... But it's been something. It's been something to look forward to of just a complete, just kind of blank out and enjoy the spectacle week to week, which is how I've been enjoying it. So
2: yeah, totally. I, I think
3: yeah, great. You've
2: really hit it on the head. I think inessential is another good adjective for it. It's just a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I'm thinking it again. Kind, of, I don't know. Like, I'm not downplaying it or anything. I don't know about, about picking up the trade for this anymore. I mean, um, maybe it's decent enough in digital. Look. And,
3: it's probably the perfect Marvel Unlimited book. You're gonna you're gonna yeah. be on Marvel Unlimited six six weeks from six months from now, and you'll get a uh, like a, yep, a thing under there that says you know new this week, and it will be Marvel Warps, Soldier Supreme, Secret Warps, yep. or whatever it is. So,
2: yeah, I think so. I mean I enjoyed Infinity Warps as well. The two parter with Arachnid, I thought that was a bit of fun. I mean the same sort of thing. Um, yeah, I think yeah yeah. Anyway, so that that's. Uh, that's it, loonies. Uh, you know, a pretty, you know, average to decent score for it. To, so check it out. It's definitely worth doing it. If you're a big Moon Knight fan, you, you know, like in, in the Charlie Houston sense of it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there's grim and grim and dark and gritty, you're not going to get any of that, really. Uh, just a bit of fun, a bit of light-hearted um, fun. If you like if you're, if you're a Mino fan and you're a fan of a lot of other characters in the Marvel Universe, you'll really dig this. So, yeah, so give it a go. Um, all right, we've got some Mooney missives here, Connor. The uh, first one I want to um, do is we got a voicemail from our Oh, did we? F- yeah, from our good friend, fellow collective, uh, Phil from Capes and Lunatics. So Phil sent in uh, some feedback, and uh, I'll play that right now.
1: Hey, loony listeners, and high priests of Conchu! It's Phil here from the Capes and Lunatics podcast. I just wanted to share my review of the Iraq, the Secret Warps Iraq Night Annual Number One. Uh, I really enjoyed this annual. I thought it was a little bit of a change of pace from the original Knight series we got a few months back. But it was still very good. I just thought they steered more into the Spider-Man aspect of the character and not as much as the Moon Knight. But, I mean, again, the multiple personalities were there. So, of course, you had the Moon Knight angle and the blood, yeah, not the bloodthirsty, but maybe the violent Knight character. So, yeah, but I believe uh, there was more Spider-Man than Moon Knight, which is fine with me. I'm a fan of both characters. And even the Red Mask reminds me of one of my uh, favorite Marvel characters, Ben Riley, the Scarlet Spider. And I thought her boy showed a good outing, uh, put up a good resistance against a combination of the Squadron Supreme and the New Universe characters. Uh, I know we had the Cohen Reinforcements, but still, I think this character showed a lot of... Uh, Determination and strength, and I hope the warps, especially Arachnites, are live, keep keep on going in some other form or another. So, uh, I give this, and then I love the backup story with the uh, what is it, the terrific two, and uh, meet the Arachnites. But I mean, overall, this I believe this annual and this whole uh, Secret Warps event, it's a nice, fun event, which. We don't get a lot, well, I don't want to say we don't get a lot of fun, but we don't get, like, some nice classic fun like we did in uh, some of our older comics, like, here. But, again, this was written by Al Ewing and Jim Zub, who are uh, two of the greats of the uh, current age of uh, comics. So, of course, it was going to be a great episode, great issue. I give this one an A. And I hope the uh, <laughs> the Iron Hammer Annual can live up to this. But then, like I said, I don't think any of the Warps characters can uh, hold a candle to a Rack Knight. All right, Ray and the High Priest, take it away. Yes, so that was uh, that was Phil's
2: comments there on our Rack Knight Annual. Thank you, Phil. Um, I know he's a big Moon Knight fan as well, uh, but it's always great to hear your thoughts, Loonies. If you want to send feedback as well, like Phil, and send it in audio format. We totally welcome it. We love playing this sort of stuff. Uh, so you just send it to our email, idkmoonight at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, we'll play it on the show. Uh, Konishu, we had nothing from our Facebook page, but we had one comment from our Facebook group. Do you want to read this one out?
3: Yeah, Logan Ryan Simmons brings up uh, a point that um, kind of has followed this character. Uh, since his beginnings, an important one to bring up. So Logan Ryan Simmons says, Well-written story and impressive art, but the Moon Knight fan in me can't help but feel dissatisfied. In the end, I felt that the main story in the Arachnite annual was 75% Spidey, 20% Deadpool, and 5% Moon Knight. Still enjoyed it, though. Yeah, no, thank you,
2: Logan. Um, Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think you echo our, our sentiments, uh, I, I'd i agree with you that. Uh, look, I'd say the quips for me were Spidey as well, so you, you're looking at 95% Spidey, <laughs> Spidey, 5% Moon Knight uh, for me, I thought. Uh, impressive art, absolutely well-written story. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more uh, for that one, so thank you for writing in. Uh, we've only got another little one. Uh, I was on Twitter. It was from PFM, at To Explain Later, and uh, I threw up a discussion thread there, and uh, he or she mentioned uh tweeted oh a warp that hybrid stained glass scarlet and black cat would be cool thank you pfm that's a good one connor that would be a really cool one to see
3: that is actually
2: mm, yeah get on it
3: writers get, yeah, get on, on it all you marvel writers who listen to this podcast religiously <laughs> you hear us
2: yeah stained glass scarlet i mean i wonder how that yeah i mean they could easily marry them together i'm just trying to think of another spidey villain other than Black Cat. Are you are you reading the Black Cat um, run at the moment, Connor? No. Uh, no. Um, it's it's alright. Creators... It's yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry, what were you beside the Creators? Oh,
3: uh, yeah, Creators didn't quite grab me. Mm.
2: Yes, I... Know. Yeah. Is it Jed? Jed something? Um, the writer? I must say... Because he did Man Without Fear. It was a Daredevil limited series. Uh, oh,
3: yeah, that was weird.
2: Yeah, I wasn't a... F- Jed Emery. I think that's his name. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, I wasn't a fan really. Uh, and he writes it. it's a lot better than that for me. I think, uh, and and it's a fun kind of thing. Um, Jed McKay. Jed McKay. That's it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, hasn't hasn't impressed me too much. Uh, but Black Cat actually is is um, is good. Is decent. So um, been reading a couple of issues of that. That's pretty cool. But anyway, no. Thank you, Loonies, for. Um, all your feedback, that's great. Please don't hesitate to to send in your thoughts. Um, send in your thoughts about anything, even from our idle chat stuff. Uh, if there are any comics there that Connorshue or myself have mentioned that you're, you're interested in, uh, yeah, send in your thoughts. Um, we're happy to discuss it on the show. Uh, right, well, we're going to go to another break, Connorshue, and uh, we'll be right back to wrap up this show. We've got one more segment to go. Um, but yeah, we'll catch you around the other side of this short message.
1: Hey there. I'm sure you know about the Capes and Lunatics podcast, but have you heard about the Capes and Lunatics Sidekicks podcast? It's a fun home for classic and new reviews of just about everything. We have the Ultimate Cast, where we cover everything Spider-Man. The Quantum Zone, where we talk the classic Marvel character Quasar and do deep dives on the cosmic side of Marvel. We also have Comic Capers, where we cover everything old and new in comics. It can be anything, any company, any decade. And we also have our Media Mondays, where we cover some kind of TV show, be it a Arrowverse uh, current hit or our summer specials, where we do reviews of uh, classic episodes of the Buffy the Vampire Slayer spinoff Angel. So, if you're a fan of pop culture and media, you should really check it out. And I promise you, you won't be disappointed.
3: Welcome back once again for a uh, special little uh, additive segment, Mm -hmm. if you're listening. Pleasure. We mentioned at the start of this podcast that uh, we've been part of the Fantasy Comic League, and one of the coolest parts about (laughs) all of that is that Brian, the host, founder, and uh, I guess he's probably working with a little team to get this up and running, he's very active with all of us, every single Uh, group. Every single player, he's been there helping us every step of the way, chatting with us, just a just a big, passionate person. And we've had the opportunity to sit down with him, a uh, special little insight into the Phoenix Comic League, how your fellow loonies are tracking with it, and what's what it's all about.
2: Yeah, so uh, this is a lot of fun. Connor, have you been um, finding it, you know, just before we get into it? Um, uh, we're, we're nearing the end of it. It's um, it's pretty cool. Uh it's uh, It's been tough, hasn't it? Like it's been tough to pick the characters because um you have to, you have to um choose their power sets. You know, you have to figure out how many appearances they they will make in the month. Uh, but it's been pretty fun overall, hasn't
3: it? Oh yeah, and uh, yeah. it's always they always manage to completely um twist you around these Marvel these uh, comic writers. <laughs> they'll, uh, they'll find yeah. a way to trick you up yeah so anyway you can never yeah. you can never expect anything
2: uh, yeah absolutely and uh, so, anyway, so also another a big shout out to Brian as well I know he and his wife are expecting uh, I think she's due on Tuesday oh, okay. kind of so yeah not only that, but he's got a mountain, as you said, a mountain of work coordinating this fantasy comic league. So, um, so best, of, uh, best wishes to you, Brian, as well. But anyway, we'll, um, we'll, let's, uh, let's throw it to our a chat with Brian all about our uh, ITK Moon Knight fantasy division. Uh, no, but really a, a huge thank you for your time. Um, where, where's the best? Where can people find you and, and look up the fantasy comic league?
0: yeah so of course you know we have our website uh, fantasycomicweek.com mm-hmm. that's where all the, the weekly point reviews go up and I'm constantly doing mm-hmm. some soul searching and thinking about ways I can yeah. make that site more accessible and, and enjoyable for people mm-hmm. um, and then you know all the all the social media just search fantasy comic league Mm -hmm. um twitter is at fantasy comic lg due to spacing limitations Mm -hmm. um but we're on facebook instagram twitter uh definitely follow us on twitter that's where most of the action takes place uh we have the patreon if you wanted to become a a sanctioned reviewer um and set up your own league that information will be put up there Mm -hmm. we'll have new seasons starting in september um, and like I said, if you ever just want to play along by yourself, mm-hmm. you know we make all the information readily accessible to you through our our website, so you can get the points and you can do your own math and stuff like that. Yeah, make your own cards however you want to do it. But if you want to be sanctioned through the Fantasy Comic League, like into the night, mm-hmm. uh, definitely you know give us a drop us a line on Twitter, and yeah. support us on on Patreon, and we can set something up for you.
2: Yeah, um, well, yeah, we'll definitely we talk. So, about,
0: yeah, sorry. Last, I mean, we can go ahead and talk about, you know, your guys's division right here a little bit, so everybody can see how it runs and and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So surprisingly, yeah, I I thought you were you were winning. I thought you won the first month, but you did not. No, that was Connor, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Connor. So you guys have a, a three way tie after two months at Ooh. four points on the season. Okay. Uh, you, Connor, and Thomas all have four points. Thomas, um, he's got the, the good, the good system going, which I think is really the way to go. Is get second place every month.
2: Um, ah, he's been consistently he good. Place.
0: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so you know the way that works is, you know, if you win first place in a month, you get three points. Second yeah. place gets you two. Third and fourth get you one, and then uh, Angel here. I'm not sure what you said his real name was. Oh, yeah. He unfortunately uh, has gotten last both seasons or yeah. both months, so yeah. he's sitting down there with with the zero points. Um, yeah,
2: well, he loves his characters. He loves his Winter Soldier, Loki. Uh, I think it was She Hulk and i yep. can't remember the fourth player but he's got um, x23 x23 yeah. so he sticks by yep. he's very loyal to his characters which is which is something i admire so right
0: so. and that and that is a a, a great way and a yep. very valid way to play the fantasy comic league there are mm-hmm. a lot of people that that strictly just take their favorites like yeah. Faye, who we mentioned earlier over mm-hmm. in red room yeah she only drafts female characters
2: okay
0: and that and that's great yeah um, But unfortunately, that's that's typically not going to win you. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean that, yeah, you'll rank up some points. Um, Yeah, because those top female characters are also wanted by other people like Captain Marvel or something that everybody will draft. Yeah. Exactly. Um, So she's not always getting the best female characters. Right. Um, But, you know, um, there's many ways to play. Like you said, take your favorites. mm -hmm. That's a great way to do it. Take the top characters. That's a great way to do it. I'll have to admire Tommy, Tommy the man
2: on the streets, for being quite consistent. Because the drafting um, system is, you know, um, from what I understand, um, very similar to other drafting systems in the Fantasy League, where you do, um, you know, the person... um, gets to choose you go in an order then you go in reverse order and then you go you yep. know uh, and depending on who comes out on top the um you know the previous month um they get kind of like less of a choice or they lose more of their players um so right. I'm quite um I'm quite impressed that Tommy um, amidst all that manages to still pick Uh, consistently good characters and testament to him picking the power sets for the characters as well so uh,
0: yeah we just uh, had uh i ran down with him a little bit in your guys' division before this draft about uh the trickiest part about selecting powers oh yes yeah and that's that's something i need to i guess really figure out the best way to do it because it it does get kind of confusing and old Mm -hmm. with um you know selecting defensive offensive use of stuff yes. so there's specific characters mm-hmm. you know like cyclops is always my go-to because he's a very uh, i don't want to call him a one trick pony because he's one of my top characters right. but really i mean cyclops the best thing he's going to do for you is optics optics yeah so in order to to really um help characters like that we we have you know defensive and offensive uses of powers like optics or yeah energy blasts or magic and stuff like that and and the way you want to do that and i'm going to put it down here in the recording so everybody can can hear it here (laughs) you always want to take the generic use of that power first because Mm -hmm. that's going to protect you whether you know captain america whether he uses that shield to defend somebody or whether he throws it at somebody Mm -hmm. you're going to get that generic use yes and then on
2: top of that you choose whether or not you think captain america will use that shield more so as an offensive weapon right and then, yep. then you may pick it as a shield offensive.
0: Yeah, yeah. And if you want, to, yeah, if you want to double down or triple down because you only get one point per power per mm-hmm. issue. You know, otherwise Spider Man's going to be getting, you know, a hundred points an issue for his webs. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then you you can double down, triple down on the offensive, defensive use of that, but always take that generic use first. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that, that's the trickiest part. But yeah, so Thomas he did well when I explained it to him. He went around and he. He corrected his powers for... Because he's got Captain America. All of his characters, actually, that he has this month. He's got Punisher, Captain America, Doctor Strange, Miss Marvel. And he did all the breakdowns. Yeah. Yeah. So he took Weapon for Punisher. Oh, he didn't take a gun. So that's another thing. You can take Weapon and then break it down into guns, blades, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But he broke down Captain America. He took Shield and Shield Defensive. Broke it down for Doctor Strange. Took Magic and Magic Defensive. Yeah, right. And it's it's... Playing well for him because right now, after three weeks in July, yes. he's got an eleven-point lead um, over wow. over Zombie here. He does, yeah. Um, Dustin Colcase he's he's doing all right as well. I think that's his first time uh, in
2: fantasy league as well. I think he did. He did the free for all. Oh, he did. He did. That's right. He did. He did it with us. Yeah, I uh, I asked him to the um, to join. He's he's very keen. Uh, Tommy, I understand he does um, fantasy football um, as well. So it's probably you know maybe that's some experience that he's gotten there. Uh, But no, it's 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 a lot of fun uh, with those guys as well. The hardest look, the hardest thing obviously is um, because we're all in different countries. um, You know, Mm -hmm. is trying to get that drafting you said there's three of you in Australia, right? Which three are in Australia? Uh, no, I think there's it's Connor and myself and then, okay. uh, Tommy, Dustin and Chad, who's angled time. Uh, they're America
0: uh, from the U S. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. the winner, you know, part of you being a sanctioned, uh, paid division mm-hmm. here yes you the winner will get a, a trade paperback of their choice oh that's, that's um, so right. also incentivize it and so yeah. not that i'm not pulling for you or connor no no sure. uh, but I, I have no idea how i would ship a trade no no that's, to, yeah, yeah, that's a one. totally understandable um, the way so. i've done it before in the past we had somebody in in england when one mm-hmm. one season in a division a while ago yeah and I I just sent him money on PayPal. So and here's yeah. oh. here's 15 bucks. Go buy a trade paperback. Oh, like I'm yeah. not going to ship you something over there. Yeah, of course um, The shipping cost double. <laughs> you
2: know that will just yeah. double the amount. It's it's ridiculous. But
0: but at the end of end of the season, you know we'll figure out who wins for you guys. Um, mm. It looks like Thomas is going to win this month. Um, yeah, she's yeah. Which... Miss Marvel and she had two books. um... This past week in week four, which I'm guessing is going to boost her a little bit more. Yeah. Dr. Strange, of course, had his book this week where he's got everybody teaming up against Galactus. Yeah. So we've got two weeks left, but I think Thomas is going to have it locked down, which is going to put him up to, what is that, four points plus three. He'll have seven points. Wow. Um, And then you are going to be down if you don't pull it together. I think you're off by two points in third place. You're down by three points or something like that. Oh, so okay. if you don't pull it up to second, yeah, that'll put you at five. Uh, Connor will be at five. I don't think uh, right. Angle is going to bust through with his favourites yeah, again.
2: You never know. You never know, Brian. Loki and uh, X-23 <laughs> might just have a, a bumper. They might.
0: <laughs> is X-23 involved in uh, this new House of X stuff? I she wasn't in no. issue
2: one. Oh, wasn't she? No, I have, I, again, yeah, I'm yeah. behind. I've got it. I haven't
0: read it yet. Um, it was a good issue.
2: Oh, was is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've heard good things about it. No, so that's good. So
0: Tommy is in a very fine form for taking out the prize there. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's going to depend on how well he recovers in that last um yep. last month, because like we said, you know, if you get first place, yes, you lose your whole team and you're going to have to start over again. Yeah, um, yeah. So, but he seems to know what he's doing. So I think he'll, mm. I think if he gets first, that will give him seven points. Okay. All I think at that point he would need to do is make sure he doesn't finish in last to make sure he gets at least one point to give him eight. And, wow, and that's. And that's enough. That should be a good one. Uh, I mean, it depends on who wins the last month. You know, so like for instance, yes. if you are, if you manage to pull off second place here, yes. that's going to give you six. Yep. If you can then win the final month, that's going to give you nine. You know, so right. It's, okay. it's, I think it's going to come down to the final, awesome. final week, final month for you guys, which is always the most fun. That's so when cool. division comes out of that.
2: So I need to, I need to wrap up second, and I need to take out. <laughs> uh, yeah. August, you which be... you
0: have here. You've
2: got Storm, um, I got Invisible. Cyclops. Yeah, Invisible know. Woman. I, I don't
0: know if she'll be doing much anymore. Um, I don't think their issue has come out yet. Fantastic Four, right? Oh, it hasn't, no. Yeah, so, so there's, a,
2: there's a chance there.
0: Yeah, you can get some points there. Cyclops, yeah. of course, mm-hmm, did mm-hmm. well this past week yes. and might show up next week. I think the mm-hmm. only issue with that is they... I think they jump into the future with Powers of X, so I'm not sure how much oh, psychology okay. will play to that one. Yeah. Um, Iron Man has a book this week. You yep. have Iron Man. That mm. should be good for you. I think you getting second is pretty uh, pretty doable.
2: Oh, but, but Cold Case has got a strong lineup as well. Uh, I, again, I'm not familiar with the coming into this last week, the the comics that will be okay. out, but he's got the likes of... Oh, who is he he out. Got, yeah, he's got Wolverine. his Wolverine. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a right. big, big one there. So, uh, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. It's all very, all very exciting. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, Tommy, if you are listening, which I'm, I'm hoping you are, you, you know, keep at it. Man. You're doing, yeah, you're doing very
0: well. So, and so, and and this isn't a this isn't a slight to you know, angled. You know, yep. keep doing what you're doing. But I, I think you might be out of the running for the season <laughs> victory. Um, it looks like it's probably going to come down between. Uh, you, um, Connor, and Thomas. Ah. Zombie, I think is if, if Zombie. Oh. Um, again, I forgot his name. Ah, yeah, Dustin, because
2: um, he had the the pre- yeah, previous months, right. right? He didn't do that well.
0: Is that? that yeah, so he's yeah. at two. If he takes second place, if he holds on the second, that will give him four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's still even we, if he wins the yeah. last month, that will only give him seven. So yeah. I think Thomas would be at well. Yeah, okay. So this is the thing. So if He gets second. When's the final month? That gives him seven. He would need Thomas to win this month, lose the next month, and have seven points as well. Yeah. Um, So it could happen where it comes into a tie. And when you have a tie like that, it comes down to your overall points for the season. Mm Mm-hmm. Which yeah, I right. think probably Thomas would get the edge because I think he's been more consistently getting higher points. <sighs> Tommy, um,
2: Tommy, he's very assi- he is the man on the streets we'd like to call him. So he does have his nose to the ground. He knows what he's doing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but anything could happen this last these last two weeks, and then the final month. You know, yeah. it's anybody's game. I think, except except again for angled. not your game. But <laughs> sorry, power of Chad. but, yeah, <laughs> you're right. but you guys. It's okay. exciting. I like seeing when it comes down to the the yeah. final week, final month. Um, That's great. so. I'll be watching your guys' division pretty oh, intently.
2: I will be watching as well, and I'm sure Connor as well will be very keen to know that is he's, he's very much in the running as well. Um, yep. Although you know, when you do rely on other results, um, yeah, when things yeah. are out of your power, it makes things a little difficult. But as you say, anything can happen. So.
0: Yep. Go hard this final month. You know, yeah. take, take take the top tier, take the best. Make sure you know what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, anybody yeah. can take it. Excellent.
2: Well, yeah. no, a, a huge thank you, uh, Brian. Uh, that has been very enlightening and uh, and, and very fun. A, a, a very fun chat with you. Um, thank you again so much for your time. I know um, you're very busy uh, and uh, you know very important time for you around this time as well. So uh, very much appreciate it.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Great. Thanks for having me on. I, I you know I love talking these stats. I love talking about the fantasy league. Yeah. Uh, any other time you you want me to come chat about your division oh. you know just let me know oh absolutely um, okay i can make myself available and then yeah. you know once we get the official fantasy comic league podcast up and running again i'm, yeah. I'm sure we'll invite you on to ours oh. to oh. talk about your stuff Love to. and the other final thing before i let you go mm-hmm. um or you let me go sorry <laughs> this is this is your <laughs> that's show that's right. yeah i'm used to hosting mine <laughs> um but moon night just reminded me of moon night oh, again yes. uh, and you yes. have a son yes uh, have you seen the book uh, good night group i i've seen it i've read it i've got it in hardcover. it's on his <laughs> shelf
2: i love it um he's still a little too young to to and he's at that age where he's ripping
0: out pages so i'm keeping <laughs> oh, him I mean, away I, from yeah it. i try to keep those away from parker yeah. uh, the nice ones that's one of the nice ones i'm like i'll read this to you yeah. but you don't get to play it but i, I read it again parker for like the first time the other night and i oh, noticed that moon Knight was in it yeah yeah like, all right look at that little absolutely, appearance by moon Knight. absolutely does that parker, is does parker like it ahead. does he like the
2: book uh
0: he seemed like it. he likes groot i have a picture of yeah. groot up uh that i got from a con on his bedroom wall oh, and he'll say cool. he'll say groot
3: yeah
0: uh we walked uh, by a totem pole randomly <laughs> uh, at this one place yeah yeah and he saw the totem pole and he goes yeah. groot and i'm like <laughs> Not really, but kind of close. That's <laughs> very, <good>. very cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, one of one of the other things I want to do with yes. the fantasy league like, just yeah. for fun because I want to do you know you can apply this review system to I think a lot of stuff like movies. I want to apply it, apply it to movies. I want to apply it to you know just other things in general. Mm-hmm. Like I think movies would be very easy to do it for, and one day I will. Yeah. Um, have you seen all these like Marvel little golden books and stuff? Like I want to do it to the Marvel golden books. And, oh uh, well, wow. <laughs> it's just so unnecessary but yeah. i feel like it'd be a great way to like another thing i could put up on the website be like oh here's the spider-man golden book yeah. with the fancy comic league review points why not why not
2: oh. now that's a cool yeah. i've only seen him just fleetingly um but i'm sure as finn gets a bit older i might i might have to dip into that pool and uh start mm-hmm. looking at those golden books but
0: <laughs> yeah, the cool. marvel's got so many of them so oh many. wow
2: really Wow, yeah. that's something I've been totally unaware of. Um, I always just thought it was that group book that was the the Marvel kind of kids' book. Um, yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, all, right. all right, then. Well, no, the big thanks once again. Uh, look, I'm even thinking, uh, Brian, I might, um, might have this as a separate episode. I might put um, some highlights in our episode as well, but I want okay. to do it some good credit because um, otherwise, you know, I don't want to make the episode... Our our current episode too long. It's already about one and a half hours, um, yeah. but I reckon um, I can I'll put in some highlights in uh, in the episode, and I um, yeah let's release this one as a, a single episode.
0: Yeah, that's great, man. You know, I, I ramble. I like talking about this oh, stuff. So I, I, I know it ran a little bit long. No, nah, so.
2: no worries. I, I call myself the mad rambler as well. So don't worry. You're in good
0: company. <laughs> oh, great. Well, it was, it was fun, dude. I really liked it. Yeah. And, uh, no, like I, I said, if you ever want to do it again, yeah, for sure. uh, I'm here. Just let me know and we can, yep. you know, talk about it. You know, maybe we can come back at the end of the end yep. of... What is it, August? Yeah. See yeah. how your actual actual division fared oh, before have... you guys head into a new season. Let's consider it done. Oh, I'm definitely
2: keen for that. So, um, you know, I've got your Skype and your Discord tag now, so you can't escape.
0: <laughs> so... yeah, sure. <laughs> All, All right, right man. And, and, yeah, when you get caught up, you know, hop back in that division, yeah. division point chat and, and – you know, influence your points as long as you don't sway yep. it too much to your own no, side. No, but, no, no, of course no. not. No, no, I never <laughs> do <did, I never laughs> that.
2: Um, but no, big, big thanks again uh, once, Brian. And uh, once again, sorry, Brian. And uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll throw it back to our, um, our episode.
0: All right. Thanks a lot, man. It was great. Looking forward to uh, hearing this. Cool. Catch you out. Later.
2: Hi Loonies, it's Editor Ray here. Just a quick message. So, what you heard was just an excerpt of a chat I had with Brian from Fantasy Comic League. Uh, I will be posting up the full chat I had with him, which was a little bit longer and it goes into more detail. Uh, into uh, the mechanics um, and how to play the Fantasy Comic League. Uh, I'll be releasing that shortly after we release episode 106. So anyway, um, I hope you all enjoyed it, and back to the episode. Yes, that was our chat with Brian and our Fantasy Comic League. Uh, really, really a lot of fun, and as mentioned, uh, it wraps up at the end of August, so hopefully... Hopefully, the boys in the division we can uh, we can have one big final push and see how we go up against uh, yeah the likes of Asgard and Midtown Comics and uh, and the Red Room I think they are called anyway. So that pretty much wraps us for this episode, Connor. issue. It's, uh, it's been great to have you back.
3: Good to be back. Good. To, uh, quite a packed little episode for you. All.
2: Yeah, there's a lot there to uh, to unpack and to listen to. Hope you enjoyed it, loonies. Uh, Next phase is going to be a waxing crescent. That is the phase of the moon, and that is decreed by Conchu that it is a lunapic, a modern run review. So we are returning to yes, one of your faves, Brian Michael Bendis's volume six uh, run of Moon Knight. We're up to issue three.
3: Controversial free run. Controversial.
2: Uh, and this is a continuation. I had a check on Wiki. It's still called First Story, so I guess that's the whole arc is called First Story. That's, that's um,
3: one so, way to name your first story. Yeah,
2: exactly. This is part three of First Story. So, um, so hopefully, Connor, yep, we'll uh, we'll have a little crack at this. Uh, we've been enjoying it. I mean, it's it's so fun to read um, retrospectively. Um, yeah. So anyway, we'll tease out all the uh, the rights and wrongs of it. Uh, that should be a fun one to do. Uh, finally, Connor Shue, where can our valued loonies find us?
3: They can find us at a variety of places, including our website, which is into intothenightpodcast.wordpress.com. You can find all our episodes and newsletters, uh, backlog, all that stuff off there. The c- collective we work with, you've been hearing as well throughout this episode, and that we have gotten, right, re- I should say, rather active in mm-hmm. popping on between them all. We've got Aye. some of them on our show. It's uh, Yeah you know, really the spirit of things. So if you've heard any of that good stuff, you can find everyone we associate with on our website. Um, you can email us literally anything. Uh, we'll take a look thoughts on the show, yeah. uh, reviews, interests, uh, whatever that is. Itk moon at gmail.com. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash itk moon That is our page. Our fantastic group, 10 members away from a thousand. Yeah. And, ooh. Uh, competition that's facebook.com slash groups that's ITK Moon Knight. we got a twitter that's at itkmoonnight uh we're active on there mm-hmm. with all our collective stuff our new episodes and our fantasy comic league as well yeah that finishes up we've been following there and uh we're on youtube cap uh we're on youtube and we're on podcast captures i think most of them at mm. least the biggies you should hopefully be able to find us and if you feel so inclined Chuck us a review somewhere. iTunes is the big one. Uh, mm-hmm. Other podcast catches happen there. Uh, five stars if you know that really helps. If you want to give us a one star, I guess we can't really stop you either.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll read it out on the show as well. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, anything. Yeah, we're happy to take your feedback. Um, yeah. So that's it. I mean, so we're we're out there, loonies. Tell you know people that do like Moon Knight um, to come join our group. We're ten away. From one thousand members, there's a there's a big fat, chunky ICK t shirt waiting for the winner of that. Um we'll send that out to the lucky winner. Um keep your eyes peeled for the competition. We've got to figure out how to do it. It'll probably just be sending in your details, right, Connor? Or send in your favorite comic issue or something. We'll we'll figure it out. Um should we maybe do a question? Like some some like answer a question. We did that last
3: time. yeah don't know no. or maybe hit us up as well people if you're listening if you're hearing yeah. this give us some ideas we'll run through them all
2: yeah see which one
3: we come up with
2: we'll distill it it should be fun anyway now, thank you so much loonies uh, we're going to get out of here and as we always say may country watch over the denizens of the night catch
3: you later goodbye